Hey everyone, welcome to this episode. This is the podcast based on the fundamentals of success for the 21st century. My name is Jordan Lane Miller and I'm excited to be here with you sharing my experiences, insights, successes, and struggles. I'm also beyond excited to bring you amazing interviews with people who are already excelling in these fundamentals in their own right. And that will be the primary format of this podcast. But every once in a while I'll jump on and um, just share some of my own uh, experiences uh, with one of these fundamentals or just talk about what's uh, prevalent in my own life. <clears throat> so this week we'll talk about self-management, uh, specifically how can we eliminate the distractions that we are bombarded with <clears throat> and be able to keep the main thing the main thing in our life. You know, we are distracted constantly every day, all day. The devices that stay glued to our hips can provide some of the most remarkable resources to further create uh, new innovations, new technologies and businesses. <clears throat> and yet we've settled on using them to get lost in the social media world that has very little substance and value when you get down to it. So why do I mention this? Because uh, the most common excuse that everyone gives for not succeeding in life is not having enough time. And when we use that excuse time and time again, whether we're children or adults, the results are disastrous. Now the secret here is that even though I've mentioned the word time several times in the last uh, few, few minutes, it's actually not the management of, our, of time, it's the management of ourselves within that time. Not a single one of us can change, alter, or create time. We can't even manage it. So the term time management is really a misnomer. We can, however, manage ourselves during the 24 hours we're given. And by doing so, when we do manage ourselves, we can, you know, seemingly buy back more time than everyone else has. As a brief example, just my experience with um, self-management, you know, I, I've always been on the go. I'm an early riser and I can stay up as late as I need to in order to get it done. And I thought this made me invincible before I got a grip on what actually uh, it means to be productive. I was being busy. I was not being productive. And there's a huge distinction between those two that many people don't understand. And when it finally hit me, I was in the process of building a couple businesses, working on maintaining my health, teaching my two children, being a great father and husband, all the while still needing my personal time. And as you can imagine, I was failing miserably. I was doing too much. I had overcommitted to way too many things. From the outside, it looked good, but I wasn't seeing the results I wanted. On top of that, I discovered I was slowly killing myself and the relationships that were most important to me. So I started looking at the two times of the day I could always control. And those two times, and these are the only two times, is immediately uh, after I woke up, or after I wake up, and directly before bed. So I started putting all, a lot of my vital functions in those two time slots. And then I could let the chaos of the day and all the fires play out how they would. Now one thing that really helped me is that I discovered and was introduced to a program called Insane Productivity. Uh, by Darren Hardy. Feel free to check it out if you want. This has been my guiding force for being able to 
handle my distractions and master my self-management. That really is the full discourse for the entire thing. But in this, ep in this episode, let's just let a few of these concepts whet your appetite. So how do you go about managing yourself? Like I said before, like I did, to start, select a, a block of time, both first thing in the morning and last thing before you go to bed. A minimum of 30 minutes is ideal. And you're going to use that time to ground yourself mentally. And here are just a few suggestions on what you know you can do with that within that time. I highly recommend reading from an instructional book, a personal development book, um, the, you know, a book that you want to study based on a business or an industry. This isn't just a novel just for pleasure reading. Uh, read from an instructional book. I've got a great one coming out pretty soon. That would be a great start. Working on a vital project that you never seem to get enough time for. Maintaining your physical health. Uh, intentional one-on-one -on -one time with a friend or a family member. And even planning and preparing for the day to come. So keep in mind, too, that this is a block of time to manage yourself, not just another task you need to complete. We're already, every single one of us is already overcommitted. So you already have enough on your plate. That's not the purpose of this. This is to gain clarity, direction, and purpose. A few minutes of grounding and self-awareness will allow you to recognize the best way to accomplish what you need to. It will also give you a clear mind to come up with your best ideas. The next thing that we would want to address uh, with your distractions is your daily screen time. And this is really the biggest thief in people's lives. And whether they admit it or not, it's the truth. You know, the average person stares at a screen around four to five hours a day. And that could be a TV, a computer screen, a monitor, a mobile device, a tablet, an iPad. doesn't matter. Some screen we're staring at between four and five hours a day, if not more. And these habits won't provide you with anything worthwhile for your better future. Right? So, hey, you're listening to this podcast. I'm going to give it to you straight. Either rid yourself of your screen time addiction or stay average. The most successful people don't have an addiction to screen time unless it's part of their business that's, that they are uh, generating income from and helping people. So if you were to analyze the time you waste on mindless activities with your social media platforms, you'd be appalled. And I suggest you start to set up specific times during the day that you're willing to surrender your life force to things like Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Snapchat and Instagram and YouTube and the rest of them. So use an old school timer, like a countdown timer, or I'm sure you can find a new school app on your phone to assist you in this. Once you decide what time you're going to be on social media for the pleasure part of it, set that timer. Eliminate everything else, and then once the timer's up, you got to shut it down. So as I said, to be clear, this is a timer for the social aspect of these platforms. Again, if you're using social media to make bank, then by all means, you got to stay on that for as long as you need. So picture for a moment uh, a pie slice, a pie cut into individual slices. One slice would be for sleeping, and that should be about 56 hours a week. 
eight hours times seven days. One slice would be for work, right? That's about 40 hours a week, give or take. One slice for commuting, which I think on average is one hour a day. <clears throat> Have You know, two slices for uh, getting ready, or excuse me, one slice for getting ready, which and, you know, eating and doing all those things, which would be, say, about two hours a day. And one slice for screen time, and that's five hours a day. Now, if we, this is just a, I mean, just write those numbers down and look at them. Five hours a day for screen time. When people complain about not having enough time, it's right there. This is a recipe for disaster, and we all know it. Yet we're not changing it. And I'm not sure if it's because of addiction to social media, if it's because we're of hypnosis, laziness, or mental exhaustion. It might be a combination of all four. But whatever it is, we have to release ourselves from this horrible daily and weekly routine. If we kept all the same, everything else in our life just the same as it is, and eliminate just the screen time, we would instantly gain five hours each day to create a more fulfilling life. You know, select a hobby that you've always wanted to explore in your newly created time during the same 24 hours you have, that we all have, you'll discover a sense of mental freedom to engage in that activity you've always wanted to pick up, be it photography, guitar, piano, road biking, a new language, art, music, fitness, or whatever it may be. So, uh, you know, one experience in my life recently that I, I um, not only had with myself, but those that I coach, you know, I completed this exercise with my basketball team, and we very quickly determined that this was, in fact, the, the true in their lives. They all wanted to claim to me that they couldn't make practice, that they couldn't do this and that because they didn't have time. And once we went through this process, they realized that, yeah, they had way more time than they thought but they were mindlessly using it and wasting it on things that were not productive, primarily screen time. So in those five hours alone that you just gained, one or, you can use one of those hours to uh, allocate it towards studying yourself, personal development, self-help, personal development, right? One or two of those hours you can start searching for new hobbies and interests that you like. One of those hours you can uh, certainly increase, uh, go, you'll put towards increasing your nightly sleep, nightly amount of sleep, and, and one of those just for being a person, being a human, letting off the steam, Dis, you know, disengaging, disconnecting. But sadly, most of you will continue on the path of endless hours of mind-numbing screen time that only help other people, uh, only help other people, make other people wealthy. It'll make you sleep deprived and missing out on amazing opportunities in your lives. But for those of you who are listening that are serious about changing your life circumstances, take the one week challenge of zero screen time. Make a commitment to eliminating it from your life. That means zero screen time for seven days. I promise you it's possible. And then see the dramatic effects. Ask yourself these questions after you've taken it. Did you gain any clarity? Were you able to release some of the major stress in your life? Well, my mentor promised me that if I would eliminate that part of my life and then spend that time, amount of time every week, that within six months to one year, 
I would gain a true sense of self-awareness and a discover, uh, you know, and to be able to discover my passion, something that I wanted to truly pursue in life. And he was right. Much of this time is when I found the uh, ability and the time to grow in my emotional intelligence, my communication, study my finances, um, you know, work on leadership, set my goals, become clear on that, and then most importantly, regain my health. So as you can see, self-management, you know, people talk about time management, but it's really self-management. How do you manage yourself within those 24 hours? Just these two simple ideas, right? Setting the uh, bookends of your day, the first thing in the morning and the last thing before you go to bed, sometime between 30 to 90 minutes. And the last one would be, or the next one would be to... Um, <clears throat> to address your screen time, to really get rid of that addiction. So I hope, I hope these, these helped. And, you know, um, if you enjoyed this, I would love to connect further with you on social media, on all those platforms, just because I think that would be a great way to uh, that we can create maybe a business together. So feel free to, to connect with me on all the major platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Snapchat. My handles are at Jordan Lane Miller, J-O-R-D-A-N-L-A-N-E-M-I-L-L-E-R, or at J Lane Miller. Hope you guys have a great one. Until next time, take it easy. No, don't take it easy. Be great.